0: But Pat, it's not Wednesday. I could sit here and give you all the excuses in the world and tell you all about everything that came up in this last week, but let's face it, you guys don't care. I feel like I kind of sort of jinxed myself last week. It's almost as if the universe heard me say I would do a podcast and upload it every Wednesday and was like, oh really Pat, you think so? Hold my beer. Just a little side note, if the universe were to ever tell someone to hold their beer, it'd definitely be a bush light. I'm your host, Pat Martin, and you are tuning into to another episode of From the Edge. Let's do this. I'm at the uh, stage of my life. where I feel like I can copy anything and everything. I'm at the stage of my life. I'm living life from the edge. For real. I was actually really blown away with the responses and feedback I got from the first episode. I think the best part was just all the people that reached out to me that are not like the closest of friends or people I don't know on that deep of a level. I think everyone has those friends that are kind of just friends that you do stuff with, whether it be you see them out at the bars or you go out with them, or maybe you have class with them or whatever it is, but you just really don't know them on that deep of a level. You don't know what they're going through and they don't know what you're going through. Hell, personally, for a while, I got so good at faking smiles, I forgot what it was really like to actually smile. I know the people around me would have never thought twice that I had some battles of my own I was dealing with, and I know I'm not alone in this. For some of those people that I don't know on that deep of a level to reach out and be able to connect to that first episode and just share with me different things they've gone through or are in the process of going through just really meant everything to me. I ended up sharing a couple of messages I got from different people on my Instagram, but I think one of the messages that I got that really stood out to me was from this one girl that I don't know. Basically in short, she just said that she checked out the podcast and that she initially thought I would be a little douchey, but she gave me the benefit of the doubt and still took the time to listen all the way through. Afterwards, she thought that there were some things that a lot of different people could relate to, and that there were some parts that she never really even put into perspective. I think the main reason why this really stood out to me was well one she was being completely honest about her initial thoughts and two even though she initially thought it was douchey she still took the time to listen to the whole episode and really just hear me out i feel like now more than ever in almost all aspects of life so many people really lack or struggle with patience whether this be just taking the time to hear someone out or understand their thoughts or the points they're trying to make, or maybe it's with their own goals or new things they're trying to accomplish. Hell, this could even be in relationships. Rather than taking the time, putting in the effort, and going through some struggle, so many of us just bounce to the next thing. or completely disregard it if it just doesn't come as easily or quickly as we'd like it to. Everything these days is just now, 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 and our attention spans are just so short we are forced to share different thoughts and stories on social media in 180 characters or less. And even if you are able to get your message across on those 180 characters, if it looks too long, majority of people just skip over it. So many people have different aspects of life that they want to change, or things that they want to do or dreams they want to act on, but are just so impatient that they cannot put in the work long enough to truly see the results. This was actually one of my biggest worries with the podcast because I felt like there'd be a lot of people who just listen to the first 30 seconds or a couple minutes. Maybe it was just one episode and they'd just completely write it off. They might just think it's dumb and never give it the chance or give me the chance and really hear me out. So for her to tell me that she initially thought it was douchey but still listened and then at the end she was able to relate and take away something from the episode really just stood out to me. I really wish there was a way or better way for me to share everything that went on in my head that whole day when I first dropped that episode. Initially, I told myself, okay, you're just going to upload the episode, put it out there, and just turn your phone off and let it be. I actually ended up going to the gym for like three hours just trying to distract myself from checking to see if people were actually listening to it, what they were saying, and all that stuff. The biggest problem with my method to distract myself or why it really backfired was because, well, when I work out, I need my phone. I listen to music on it, I have my workouts on it. So yeah, it was nearly impossible for me to actually get away from all of it. I think I lasted the drive to the gym, which is roughly like 15 to 20 minutes without checking my phone. Then I remember that first time I refreshed everything and saw nothing. No listens, no likes, no feedback, no nothing. And this is actually pretty funny but my first initial thought was okay just delete the episode delete all your social media accounts delete everything head to the airport get on the next flight and go anywhere in the world and just go completely ghost mode fall off the face of the earth and act as if it never happened obviously this is just me letting my mind get the best of me having no patience and maybe just overreacting a tiny bit well That workout ended up probably being the shittiest workout I've ever done, and will ever do in my life. I failed miserably. After some time, it's like everything just flooded in at once. My phone started blowing up with direct messages, with text messages, and people were actually not just listening to the podcast, but they were connecting with it. And my mind was just completely blown. I expected a couple people to check it out, but never really expected that first episode to get the response that it did and honestly i can't thank you guys enough for that so one thing i always hear and i've learned from other podcasts that i listen to and other podcasters is that after a little bit you should always go back and listen to your own episodes it's sort of like a learning opportunity to hear for yourself what went well what you would do differently and just kind of reflect on each episode So that with each episode you grow a little bit and get a little better. So I gave it the whole day. And then I finally sat down and listened to the first episode and I started to reflect on it. It's really hard to kind of form the words to describe that whole process or explain what goes on in your head during it. But if I had to describe it, it would be almost like similar to when you first develop a crush on a girl and are texting or flirting for the first time. Or actually, maybe it's more like when you and your significant other get in an argument or a fight, and you start reflecting on or overthinking and just hanging on every word you said. Like, why did I say this? Should have said that instead? Or how come I didn't bring this up? Or whatever it is. I feel like you guys definitely know what I'm talking about, and if not, so be it. Well yeah, there I was again. Full on overthinking mode. While I was still getting all these really good messages and good feedback from the first episode, I actually was kind of disappointed in myself and felt like it could have just been so much better. I understand this whole thing is a growing process, and you have to start somewhere, but there were just a couple of things I felt I could have said better, things I wanted to really explain more thoroughly, or things I probably just shouldn't have said. The main thing I just feel obligated to touch on was the part where I just said I got lost and really worked on myself, and when I came back it was almost as if I didn't know the people in my life anymore or was in some way annoyed with them. The main reason why I wanted to touch on this is because I think some of you might have heard this and it came off wrong as if, oh, you think you're better than everyone else now, huh? Or as if I was too good and deserved better now. I think a lot of people get too caught up in what everyone else is doing, how people treat them, or who deserves what. If you spend time working on yourself while your friends are still going out, does not make you better than them or that you somehow deserve more. No. Likewise, if someone does you wrong, it does not mean that they deserve any less. You see this all the time when someone does someone else wrong or maybe someone isn't there for the other person, people get this mentality that, oh, fuck them, they aren't there for me at my worst, they don't deserve me at the best. Sometimes this is used as great motivation to get started or change, but it's actually very dangerous Because you can dig yourself in deeper holes and develop bigger problems when you start doing things out of hate, doing things in spite of others. Honestly, who are you to determine what someone else deserves? We are all deserving of everything life has to offer. I just wanted to make sure I was clear on that and that you guys understand that just because people are at different points in life doesn't make them any better or any more deserving of you and where you are at. Sorry for the little rant, but this is actually a great time for a quick break from the episode or a little announcement or ad, whatever you want to call it. As some of you might know, last year I threw a Christmas party called Holidays, where the whole point of the party was to raise money to buy Christmas gifts for the kids at the Iowa Children's Hospital. We ended up raising around $1,200, and with the support and discount from Shields, we ended up donating roughly $2,000 worth of presents. It was such an amazing experience that, I wanted to bring it back again this year, except we're going to make it bigger and better. Be sure to tune in next week as I sit down with these two guys that I brought on to help me make this happen as they share their stories and we dive into all the details on this year's holidays party. I don't want to spoil the episode or give anything away just yet, but I'm seriously thinking a minimum of $5,000 this year. Make sure to tune in next week. The last thing and really main point of this episode is just diving into the meaning behind From the Edge, and where I came up with it. It all started April 9th, when I found myself sitting on the edge of a cliff overlooking Blacks Beach in La Jolla, California, my feet just dangling over at least a 200 foot drop off. Oh yeah, did I fail to mention that I am completely afraid of heights? Talk about an adrenaline rush. Before we get into why or how I got there, let's wind it back a little bit. Originally, the reason for the trip out to California was because I was supposed to give this presentation, but around a week before I was supposed to leave, a couple of different things happened that caused the whole point of me going out there to just fall through, and I didn't really need to go anymore even though I already had my flights and everything. I actually considered just not even going and just staying home, and really wondered to this day where I'd be or who I'd be if I didn't end up going. I was at a point in my life where I was doing alright. It wasn't rock bottom, but it also wasn't the top of the mountain. I just knew I could be doing a lot better. It felt as if I had all these questions and really not too many answers to those questions. I don't really know what it was, but something told me I needed this trip. I needed to get away, so I ended up going. My goal was to use this as an opportunity for me to escape everything get rid of all the distractions and allow myself the chance to really focus on myself and gain a better awareness of everything going on in my life. Some of you might have seen me post about this before or maybe heard me talk about it, but something that I've come to thoroughly enjoy is just getting lost in my own mind and trying to make sense of my thoughts. A couple of the ways that I do this is actually by writing out my thoughts, feelings, or just different ideas that I have. I do this in a journal, in my notes on my phone, or on my laptop, so that I'm able to come back to these at different points later on in life and really reflect on them. I know that probably sounds like crazy talk, but it sort of helps me organize structure and really make sense of everything. Now what better opportunity to do this than a trip out to California where I'd be spending majority of my time completely alone. So before I left, I laid out a few different objectives or things that I wanted to accomplish. More like answers I wanted to find to a couple of different questions. The funny thing is, I actually wrote all these objectives out in this little journal that I still have and is actually in front of me on my desk right now. The first objective was, I wanted to gain a better understanding of what it was I wanted most in life. Not to make a million dollars or the drive the luxury car or the hot wife or the big house, but what was it that I truly wanted? What was it that would give my life some sort of purpose? What was it that if I was laying on my deathbed, reflecting on life, if I was only able to get or do these couple of things and nothing else, that I'd still look back on my life with no regrets? The second objective was just getting really clear on who it was I wanted to become. I believe that with everyone, when we are created, there is this purpose and max potential that we all contain. This person that we are put on this earth to become. And it is our job over the course of our lives to discover who this is and then do our best to become this person. Now before we can understand who it is that we want to become, we must be completely honest with where we currently are at. Just like how you cannot finish the race without knowing where the starting line is, we must fully understand where it is that we are currently at. What are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? And so much more. The last objective was... What things must I do, goals must I set, and fears must I overcome to become this person, to really live the life I wanted to live, to be the person I wanted to be. So I got out to La Jolla, and the first couple of days, I just ended up running around town and exploring by myself. Actually, one of the days, I met up with a buddy, Thomas Callahan, who took me around and showed me these really dope places, and filled me in on what it was like to go to school and live out in the San Diego area. You know, big shout out to him for doing this. His Instagram name is at T underscore Callahan 11. If you're ever out in that area, definitely hit him up. He could probably point you in the direction of some sick spots to check out. He actually ended up taking me to these cliffs that overlook the beach and the ocean, where people actually hang light off of. It's up near Torrey Pines. Now, this man wasn't scared of anything. He was just messing around and chilling with his feet dangling over the edge. Me, on the other hand... I am deathly scared of heights. Pretty sure he could attest to that because I wanted no part with those cliffs. Hell no, I was not dying today. After we got done exploring, I ended up going back to my place where it was back to getting lost in my own mind. However, I really wasn't making any progress. Another couple days of exploring the city by myself went by and I still was left with so many questions and very few answers. It wasn't until my second to last night there, April 9th, where I returned back to those cliffs. Now there is this quote you've probably heard. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. I've probably heard this quote a thousand times, but never actually lived it until that evening. It took me a while to talk myself into sitting on the edge of the cliff, but when I finally did, there was just this massive amount of adrenaline and this huge rush of awareness. As weird as it sounds, I'm not sure if I've ever felt that connected before, as I was in that current moment. That's really when everything just hit me. That's where I found the answers. The definition of an edge is the outside limit of an object, area, or surface. Now that object, area, or surface wasn't just a cliff anymore. It stood for something else. Something much bigger. For some of you, the edge is the point between your comfort zone and the things that scare you the most. For others maybe the edge is the point between who you currently are and who you want to become maybe it's the point between just going through the motions and truly living and experiencing life by living from the edge this is where you find out who you truly are this is where you start to live the life you truly want to live that is the point where everything changes